Yeah, baby, you know what time it is. Now let's get it started. Are you kidding me? Unreal! While our HBCUs are mostly known for an academic rigor, community, they also know how to turn up. Does he have it? Yes, he does! Because I can't hear me. Now I know you can hear me. Uh, greetings, salutations, instant reaction. So we're not in the friendly confines of the normal office space. Um, but instant reaction. So we're going to instant react to that game we just watched. And make sure I'm positive today. But um, it was fun, though. Um, if you listen to me, I'm not going to lie. I definitely told y'all this was going to be the best atmosphere and probably like your best value pick. I think it, I think it lived up. Like it was definitely a game that I know I enjoyed. Like I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it largely because Alabama State brought their band. That's just something we needed to have happen. Just, just to have that little bit of competition. But as the game goes, Fame wins. Like, I mean, that's honestly some of what y'all really care about. That's what you really want to know about. That's what you're looking at and what you're looking for. Fame wins the game. It was a little rough, but at the same point, we'll, we'll go more into detail about like some of that tomorrow. But most are delivered. I'll give them that credit. Like, if you go back and you look, Look at four quarters. Musa played a solid game. The team leaders. Isaiah Major. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow's episode maybe just be called Major League. Like Isaiah Major goes off. Ten tackles, interception. That seals the game. Return for a touchdown. Brad goes crazy and everybody goes home happy. You can't ask for much more. Uh in in the first half, a lot of struggles. Offense. Kind of is what it is. Like we we know what they are, and a lot of us end up saying the same thing about the offense. Like just run the ball, Doc. Uh, but at the same point, going back looking at it, you can understand why Coach Simmons maybe didn't run the ball as much because you're running back fumbles, which can't happen. And that's Coach Simmons. That's not me. <laughs> but the other part of that is. Musa fumbles. And so while he didn't throw a pick, he did fumble. And I'll give Jeremiah's credit. Jeremiah called two turnovers. Uh, but he did say, I met Jeremiah pregame and, and tailgate. And he was like, two turnovers. And Alabama State's quarterback gave us one. Fam, you actually gave us two, which was like, dang. But at the same point, really, really, really good game. Attendance, I, I honestly, I wasn't in the box most of the game. It was, it was a little packed. Uh, but looks like I felt like it's a good like nineteen thousand, eighteen to nineteen thousand. Let's see, um, eighteen thousand eight hundred and fifty-eight. Look, I keep look. I'm close on these. Good credit, good timing. Sorry, uh, twenty-three to ten. 
my preseason prediction was 28 to 10. But before the game, they asked me, and I was like 24-14, like, because I couldn't remember if I did that 28 to 10 or not. But I did definitely remember that I didn't think Alabama State's offense was that explosive. Um, yeah, they dropped some balls though. Like, if you're an Alabama State fan, and even when we we're on the sidelines, kind of, you know, interacting with with each other, that was the thing that they were saying. They were like, "Man, like, this is the first game where I felt like the other team could justifiably say, and excuse me, opening my drink, it's a Pepsi, uh, that." they kind of beat themselves. They had a lot of drop balls, a lot. Um, yeah, it, it just it, it just wasn't it. And so, but to, that didn't hurt my team. <laughs> like, I know that's kind of mean to say, but it's the truth. Like, in this case, I think benefited. So, I mean, dropped just enough balls for us to win the game. But that was really kind of the tail of tape there. Bambi opens up the game 7-0 in the first quarter, 14-3 at the half. And you were confident. You were confident. Uh, comfortable, confident. That's not even the word. Confident, but kind of uncomfortable because it's like, man, we left some points on the board. Like, we really could have done more than what we did with what we had. But at the same point, Musa looked okay. Like, no turnovers, like, as far as, like, fumbles. I'm not fumbles, interceptions. You know, he does have that one that gets called back. But, eh, eh, you know, uh, running game, they looked okay at times. Big thing for me, though, uh, it seemed like, I mean, we missed those tight ends. So, uh, you know, I felt like the week before, we kind of found something. And, and I, I know kind of I was walking around tailgate, you know, I talked to you know, some folks, and they were like, we found something with that. I thought it was just me. And then we lost it. Uh, but they got a few balls thrown to them. But we ran out of some double tight packages. Man, that was nice. Like that was a, that was a good look. I could I could use some more of that. And we also saw a lot more Jamari Gassett. Like I, I've been kind of championing that kid. I think he is a I think he's a dude. I think he's a dude. And that's something else that the coaches have seen. Um and Man, we got the ball to Riley in space. Um, definitely still trying to find a way to get Jamari Sheree the ball. But the other thing, man, it go. Uh, we saw where Manigo had some situations where he had some jump ball potential. And that was really cool to see. Just to see, like, that part of the offense get opened up. And to see that it's not just us, the fans, seeing that. It's the coaches seeing it, but also implementing it. That's something I need to see and something I want. Like I want to be able to say that FAMU football is taking advantage of the things that are in front of it. And, again, going into halftime, 14-3, to three, I was like, I'm not comfortable with this lead because, you know, I, I kind of pointed out it's better when FAMU gets a lead because we can just withstand. But it was enough. Uh, honestly, it, it, it would have been enough to win the game because we do win 23 to 10. But at the same point, man, that Alabama State defense was good. Um, that dude, Bubba, that, look, <laughs> Bubba ain't got no shrimp, but Bubba got game. That boy was cold. Like, uh, I was talking to one of the Alabama State guys on the sideline, and he's like, yeah, we're kind of concerned about him going to the transfer portal. And I'm like, me too, because uh, that boy good. 
Like Bubble was solid. Like, and their quarterback was better than I thought too. Like, if you're going back, honestly, man, he misses a few passes, but those receivers dropped some passes. Like, that was one of the big things as far as the takeaway, just for somebody who's watching that game. Like, they dropped some passes. They dropped a touchdown pass, and parts of that part of that was because the quarterback did overthrow. But at the same point, it hit chance. They dropped a couple passes and going to halftime. Honestly, that could have been neck and neck. Uh, but family was very fortunate and was able to take advantage of the opportunities that were offered to them. Honestly, I mean, you can't get mad at me because you know I stole your girl. Like if you were protected, uh, it's the game, bro. It's kind of like it was. Like you know, I wasn't trying to steal your chick. She came to me. Like, hey, bro, you dropped the ball. I can't help it. Not my fault. You dropped it in the end zone. It just fell down, and look, now it's my turn. Hey, you know, she belongs to me. Uh, it was kind of that vibe for the game, though. Like, the game belonged to FAMU. Like, I got Bobby by the pound, Whitney by the key, you know, DJ Screw by the gallon. Look, the game belonged to me. Yes, I did reference Bun B and Pimp C, UGK for life. Anyways, but you can start to see, like, the miscues and the mistakes that Alabama state had cost them the game and they added up and they really helped family get the lead. And it doesn't hurt that family's defense is family's defense that 2023 dark cloud defense, man, bruh, bruh. I'm here all day for that. Like, yeah, we were solid and they, they only give up one touchdown all game and it was fluky. Like it go back and watch the play the ball gets tipped and then the receiver catches it and he's gone. It's like, dang. But without that fluky behind touchdown, this game really isn't close. Um, it would have been 23 to three. It would have been a firm 20 point victory. I don't know if any covered spread or not. Brian, help me out with that. Uh, but we did win the game. Um, shut out really first quarter and fourth quarter. Family stops Alabama State from doing anything. And then we get nine points in the um, fourth quarter. We didn't score in the third. Uh, but I, I'll, I'll, I'll say this, um, and I'll go into more detail about this tomorrow um, when we do the Fangs Up podcast, HBCU Digital Network, 830. You know where we're going to be at. YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, X also called twitter uh but man um offense i was actually kind of impressed like run wise meh but at this point my question is that is that just our offense like not to be that kind of guy but two years in a row to me is a trend 59 yards rushing total but at the same point you get why i get two fumbles I'm not going to keep running the ball. Like, that that's just – that's game. Like, I'm sorry. And without those two fumbles, they really don't get what they got. Like, I'm just being honest. Like, I'm just saying, like, I moved my leg a little bit on that. Sorry about that. But, yeah. Uh, so, 59 yards total rushing, 294 passing. Yeah. Um, no picks for Musa. And look, let's go back and 
we'll check his completion percentage. Um, meh, meh, about sixty. Like, uh, I, I think it's it's fair to say we know what we got out of Musa quarterback wise. He's about a sixty percent guy accuracy wise, but we saw a lot of formation changes. Uh, we definitely saw offensively, fam. You got under the center quite a bit. And it seemed like to me it actually did help the offense. And then those uh those routes that we ran, where the receivers were running pretty much a drag route across the middle, open all day and tomorrow morning. I mean, Alabama State finally catches on in the second half of the game. But man, we were getting the ball into playmakers' hands in space, and they were able to do some things. It was nice. It was a beautiful situation, and hopefully we get more of that. Just as a fan. Like, I like that. I like the fact that we did run the double tight formation and we got some yards out of it. It was pretty solid. Uh, I'll I go back and double check and see because uh, 59 yards, that does include sack yardage. Um, Mostly loses nine yards. Meh. So you still didn't break 100 either way. So it, it, ain't, it ain't that bad um, at all. So, um, but other than that, man, Penalty-wise, we were pretty straight really until the end of the game. Like, the game gets chippy uh, really at the beginning of the game. Like, I ain't going to even lie to y'all. I'm going to keep it a whole bean with you. Both teams was talking trash from the get-go. And <laughs> there was one player in particular on FAMU's roster that they would want to talk all the chitlin juice to, the number 88. Man, that dude, I promise you, I was standing by the <laughs> Alabama State football team. The second this brother gets to the uh, gets to the fence for them to walk out on the field, eighty-eight, you ain't got nothing. Eighty-eight, you ain't s man. They were riding Dixon hard. They was on that man, like just trying to talk all the cash to him. And I mean, you know, did it work? I don't think it was really targeted that much. So, meh. You know, one catch, 11 yards. Eh. K-Dot was the leader, though. Like, K-Dot has 72 yards, followed by Jeremiah Pruitt. So, four catches, 60 yards. That's our tight end. I told y'all Gassett, four yards, 56 yards. Marcus Riley, um, seems like they're kind of pulling back a little bit on that as much. Uh, Kamari Young gets two catches. So, you know, that's six. Six for the tight end room. I'm okay with that. Um, nothing for gross, but uh, you know, they did have a hundred yard receiver though, Keyshawn Johnson. I don't know if his name is Keyshawn, give me the blessed ball, Jackson, but um, you get my point. Um, I'm petty, but he was solid, eight receptions, and he had drops like he had a couple of drops, so it, it was it was a good game, good vibe. If you went out there, man, you caught it, you caught a great treat. A lot of fun. Um, and then you got to see the return of David Manigo. And one of the things, especially near the end of the game that FAMU ran, it was a similar play that FAMU ran in the spring game where and I, I got a video of it. I don't have it queued up. But they threw the ball to um, Manigo on the corner. And y'all know I'm, I'm petty, so I, I got to make sure that I'm like, I actually don't have it. But um, the next play, Musa runs the ball. And so I, I was I pointed that out. I said, Family ran that game in spring plays in the spring game. 
and then Musa ran the ball for the touchdown to win the game. How do I know? Competi. I'm petty. Like, I'm that kind of petty. I got a history degree, so I argue with facts. So, but real talk, like, fam, you actually did run that play, and we started seeing that a little bit. And the other thing that I'm kind of wanting to, I'm wanting to see next with this goal line formation and some of this, um, whatever you want to call it, I want to see Nicholas Dixon on one side, Manigo on the other. And that way, I got double jump balls situations. And give me one of the tight ends underneath, have mercy. My brother, my sister. All of a sudden, you got six threes and six ones and six twos across the board. That's a, that's a little fun on offense. And then, heaven forbid, you run the ball because you can do that with like a double type formation. Then have your receivers out there, single back formation. You can do that. Right now, give me Jennings uh, just because ball security right now. Even though I still love you, but give me that. All of a sudden, man, you got to play where a defense got to be honest because I can throw to the tight ends and they catch the balls. Like, I, like let's let's come back here right quick, right fast. Prove it. End of the game, go back and watch the end of the game and see who Moose was looking for. It was Pruitt. He was looking for them tight ends, and I and I said that. I was saying in the show on Thursday, FAMU needs to utilize the tight ends because Musa is a West Coast quarterback. And one of the things with him being a West Coast style quarterback, a lot of times the check down is a tight end. Well, when you're running out there and we're all these receivers, but no tight end to check down to, you can see that something doesn't commute, something doesn't compute, something is amiss. But when he does have that check down receiver, all of a sudden, oh, huh, security blanket. Oh, oh you're not there? Oh, I can dump it off. Oh, look at God, a blessing. Huh. Like you can start to see that. And I think that's something that's cool. And I think that's something that helps Moose's stats. But the, the, the dude, the man, I told y'all Bubba was that dude. Like I ain't gonna lie. And he did lead them. Um, Colton Adams, four tackles, but uh, major, major, major. They gave him 11 and an assist. This brother has 12 tackles, and he gets an interception, and he returns the interception for a touchdown. I told y'all in post game, we got Isaiah Major. I told y'all, man, look, that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted, and that's why I wanted it. Because, and I asked him, I was like, hey, Major, and no, if you don't believe me, go check the YouTube, um, Josh post, the post game. What did you see on that play? I was the first person to ask. And he was like, they, I read my keys. That's what his response was. But he, he stated that Alabama State has shown that same play multiple times. And they kept dumping it off there. And I just followed my keys and it led me to the ball. And I was like, Yeah, and that's what I'm talking about, man. Like, you know, all nerdy junk. But real talk, like, I was like, that's what I want. That's what I need to see, not only as a fan, but as a supporter of the program. 
Like, I need to see the player development. Like that's player development on display. And that's something that that's tangible. That's in the purpose for asking him that question, because I, one, I've been around major a few times. I knew he could answer the question. I knew he was smart. And so, and that's not saying other players are dumb. That's just saying I'm taking advantage of the fact that I know that this kid can give it to me. And so I asked him the question because I wanted him to spotlight his knowledge. I wanted him to show just in case somebody's out there watching that's not familiar with family athletics, like this kid studies film. But not only does this kid study film, he applies what he studied to the field. And all of a sudden he gets results. And another week where he's one of your leading tacklers, he previously this year had nine tackles. This game he has 12 tackles and he has an interception. So he's your leading tackler and he's getting interceptions. Come on now. Like I'm not saying that he's going to the NFL, but I'm saying that this kind of play warrants professional discussions and is why I want to see a rotation of players post game. Give me Anthony Dunn sometimes. Like, give me some of these dudes. Like, I don't know if I'm ready for Bowler yet, just because I like Kendall. So, and I think I know if you got him on camera, he's gonna do well. But his play, he he's man, because he's got it. Like he's got it in him. But sometimes in our coverage, it just it felt a little soft. It just felt like we were a little soft. Now, um, continue with the defense. Man, uh, gentlemen, that dude's hurt, and he's playing like a man, a grown behind man. Like That was a sight to see. If you're a fan, Ewan, you got to love this defensive line, and you got to love the fact that we start seeing some blitzes from our linebackers. Like, like one of the things I pointed out, famous defense sometimes has a tendency to be very passive and say, and we saw that, especially on that second and 30, man, I need a drink. Second down and 30, and they convert it. What the heck was that? I don't know. We won the game, but still. Yeah, bro. But it was just at the end of the game, you were kind of sitting there and you were like, cool. Like, was it everything I wanted? No. Could FAMU score more points? Absolutely. But defensively, man, that dark cloud defense, them dudes like that. Like, the linebacker core is just flying around. And again, we blitzed our linebacker. And it was a couple times, man, they shoot the gaps. Like, Go back and watch the film on that game. And I ain't going to lie. I stayed on the field the whole time. And part of it, I like staying on the field because I can see throwing windows. Like, so I can kind of get a better understanding and be like, I see what Moose is seeing. Like, I get it. But the other reason, defensively, man, I like seeing how the defensive line and the linebackers interact with the offensive line. Man, we saw plays and times where the Offensive line for Alabama State could do nothing. Absolutely. Like, our linebackers on some of those plays, especially in the second half, they're blitzing and they're shooting the gaps. And, I mean, you're literally seeing where the linebacker makes one step to the right 
and comes back. Quick little move to the left, and he's on the quarterback, and the quarterback has no time. It was a thing of beauty. We saw multiple passes get knocked down, deflections. That is an active and engaged defense. Now, I will say this. That's probably one of the better receiving groups we're going to see in the SWAC, despite the fact they dropped a bunch of passes. But talent-wise, skill-wise, they were the size. Like, they had a 100-yard passer. And, look, when our DBs got mossed, but I ain't going to say no names because I forgot it already. But it happened. Um, but for the most part, the secondary is actually pretty solid. Like, you know, it, yeah, you know, yeah, Moss is going to happen. Like, that, it's, it's football at this point. But, and I'm just going back to double check my stats, make sure I got it right. Um, oof, they had 289 yard passes passing. They um, one pick, like, Okay, they were most comparable. I'm just saying, I, you know, um, one touchdown fluke. Um, I ain't gonna lie, about 60, 70 of those yards are, are part of that fluke play. Uh, it's closer to a real 200, but I'm not gonna be that petty today. Uh, but it was pretty solid, man. I mean, rushing, okay. Now, Josh, I'm not challenging you, but when was the last time, fam, you held a football team to less than 20 yards rushing? Because today, Alabama State had 14 yards rushing. The only reason they ran the ball was to keep us honest. Like, I'll be honest with you, I'm keeping the whole bean. Uh, they ran the ball because they just wanted to keep the integrity of the offense. But otherwise, man, that jump wouldn't work. You could, man, you could let that start the door. It was it, the running game was at the border. You go back and cross, you can go get it. But against FAMU, wasn't happening. And some of the people on sideline stated that the offensive line just wasn't there. But um, as far as talent, skill, pr- preparation, all that good stuff. But in this case, yeah, yeah, that running game was dead. Now, special teams, honestly, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, I wasn't that bad with it. Like, I, you know, um, Coach Tim was probably tougher than me on that. Like, normally, y'all know, I'd I be, I be giving it to him. But um, honestly, I was cool with it. Like, the punting wasn't the greatest. But, yeah, I mean, it did what it did. Look, Musa got a coffin corner. You know, if you want to, you know, you want to kind of get a man in some stats, you know, Musa got a punt inside the 20. So, you know. That's a cool little stat to have, you know, something to tell your grandkids about. Um, so that was cool. The kickoff team, nah, eh, they did their job. Nothing spectacular. Like, I'm just going to say this for the kickoff team. You opened up the season with a kick return or a touchdown. Like, I'm like the kid from The Incredibles now. Every time we have a kick, I'm waiting on something incredible to happen. I'm I'm literally sitting on, on the tricycle. Something incredible will happen? I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Oh, it's a regular kick return. All right. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you, my perspective of what's supposed to happen is completely ruined because you opened the season and it was like, what, what? Oh my gosh. I, I can't believe it. Like, it was that kind of excitement. Like, so now it's just like, okay, average kick return. I do think we do a little too much dancing, though. Like, I'm with y'all on that one. Feel like we do a little bit too much side to side running. Um, 
just I, I would like a little more hit the hole and go, but I, I'm fine with that. Um, the punt team, though, like I said, I was okay with the kicks, but man, that blocking still scares me, man. I ain't gonna lie. We had a couple of those. I was like, is this gonna get blocked? I don't know. Let me see. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, kickoff team, man, early in the game, I was on that. I told you, Juice. I was sitting over here like, told y'all. Told y'all the kick return team wasn't right. Mm-mm. 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 Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Told y'all that wasn't working. And it didn't uh, early on. They nailed that kick return. It was like this first, second of the game. Shush, but it was ride. Uh, fortunately, we got some tackles. I will say on our punt team, though, man, um, and it probably some of us just had to deal with the distance of the punts because at first I was noticing, like, man, because Tevin can fly, Tevin Griffey, that, that kid's fast. He was getting downfield, but he kept having to trail and follow the ball, excuse me, and the ball carrier. And uh, I was like, why? And then Willis Simmons stated that some of the kicks weren't where they're supposed to be. So I was cool with that, though. I, 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 I'm like, okay. Um, but our special teams, mm, yeah, yeah, I'm cool with it. So, uh, but overall, I ain't gonna lie. It was a good day. Good day. Good night. Uh, went to the volleyball game first. Got there kind of late. But we won. So we did redeem ourselves from the night before. Uh, first family volleyball game that I can remember in forever that I've gone to. Um, so that was cool. And man, the game experience, you're not gonna get this again until homecoming. So um, but next game is against Valley. Hopefully we fly to Jackson and just drive to Valley because that's an eight-hour ride. That ride's long and it sucks. Um, yeah, just being just being honest. I've done it before. I'm not even trying to be mean. Like I keep telling y'all, people of the valley, that area, sweet as sugar, nice people, but that ride, man, that ride sucks. Uh, then we got Southern and Texas Southern. So that game against Valley, we heard some of our players say that's the toughest game because it's just the vibe. But Valley's banned. Look, Valley got a band this year. It ain't ain't them like you know. 15 kids they had at Child's High School no more. They got a real band. Like, dang. They got like two, 300 kids. All right. Y'all done moved on up like George and Wheezy. Because them drum bamas y'all had before. <laughs> no. <laughs> like 10 people in the band. <laughs> and they still were playing that one note Kobe was talking about. Wah! Wah! <laughs> We had a little bit of that from Alabama State, but they actually sounded good. Like, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. That time show, it was good. Like, I told y'all, this was the game to go to. Homecoming, not gonna be this lit. Homecoming's gonna be lit because of the people inside and outside the stadium. But as far as, like, on the field product, not even close. All right, you know. Couple things, though, before we uh, get up out of here. Look, I need y'all to fix them blessed gates that lead to Perry Street. There is no reason that the gate should be locked. Come on, man. Like, that's a part of the tailgate atmosphere. And it's especially, and 
as an able-bodied person, I'm going to speak for people who are less able-bodied. It's a pain in the neck, and it's probably an ADA compliance issue to have that thing blocked off like that. Like, I ain't going to lie. I would bring that up. Because you literally have people sitting there waiting at the gate for like, some people, I saw some wait for like 30, 40 minutes. Like, are they going to open this gate? And they just never did. Like, I get it. Maybe a securities thing. And the past family PD was parked there and whatnot. But it's just, it's a pain. Like, open up the gates on Perry Street so you can get to the vendors and everything else. Because, man, that fried fish I had today, bruh, man, look, I had to go on the field for two reasons. Because if I had stayed up there in the press box, man, I'd find me a corner and went to sleep. But sister girl put her, put her whole leg in that thing. Sheesh. Bruh. Yeah. Uh, and then... You know, interest, I didn't hear of any problems this game. So I can't chastise you if I don't praise you too. And I did see my AD out there. She was on the cart. She was whipping it. Whipping it real hard. Whipping it, whipping it real hard. <laughs> you got a charge. <laughs> but she was out there um, and she was trying to make it the best that it could be. Field was a lot better too as far as just access, stuff like that. It was, it was a much better game. Like some of this is attrition. Some of this you're going to learn through experience. And that was cool. Uh, and also, man, uh, having those recruits come in, and it's probably a pain in the butt for Josh. But, man, as a fan, having a volleyball game right before the football game was actually kind of cool. Like, it was cool because it felt like you got a decent attendance, like a decent crowd. Uh, and especially if we could get um, Gaither fixed and get it straight for them, it's going to create a nice atmosphere. So, but um, man, tomorrow, HBCU Digital Network, 8 30 p.m. We're going to talk about kind of this game, get y'all ready for the next one, talk about the volleyball game and some of the other stuff. And we're going to start looking at some of these recruits. Fam, you had 815 recruits on campus. That means in the past two weeks, Fam, you's had 215 recruits on campus. We had 2,000 freshmen on campus because it was. Uh, family day and all that kind of stuff. It was huge. And look, this is the way. Do that again next year because you saw it in the turnstiles. So we're going to talk about some of these recruits that families offered, give y'all some names, try to pull up a little bit of film, you know, get that get that ready. But we're also going to recap at this game and kind of, you know, look at the notes a little bit more, you know. So we're going to talk about it one more game um, and, you know, like Bible study. No, we talked about it one time, but then uh, we're going to do it one more game and kind of see, you know, if I see anything different. But really, we're going to try and delve into some of these recruits, like show, show you all some of these kids, who family's offering, who they've offered. And, you know, if you got a little cousin, peanut, nut, nut, little pistol starter, you know, drop their name, you know, the country is, you know, let them know your, your cousin won't go to FAMU and he play good. He got good grades. He took all his tests, you know, all that good stuff. So, but as we head out, man, shout out to HBCU Digital Network. This is home. Shout out to Herb Seward and the Black Techies. Ain't nothing personal, bro. Just my rattles was better than your Hornets today. But I still love you. <laughs> no weird stuff. But um, get ready, y'all. We're going to see y'all. And it's always, always going to be, especially when the Rattlers win, it is an instant reaction. Turn up.
It's always going to be fangs up. Yeah, baby, you know what time it is. Now let's get it started. Are you kidding me? Unreal. While our HBCUs are mostly known for an academic rigor, community, they also know how to turn up. Dorsey, have it. 